interview here on What's the Clock Wisdom. And I'm really delighted to have with me today the amazing and the marvellous and the gorgeous Emma Holmes. Now, Emma is a guiding light in my world, and she is a transformer, is the way that I would describe her. I'm going to hand over to her in a minute, and she can just explain herself exactly as she wants to. But what we're here today to talk about is the moment that the entire world is going through right now. And we're also going to talk about how that resonance of that having to look at your life in an entirely different way is such a awakening moment. And I think there's so many of us on this planet right now that are all having to do that. And that's what's prompted me to start having these conversations. You know, this is something that I've been having conversations with personally with my friends for quite some time. So I thought it'd be really fun to share some of these with you in the world. And Emma, I'm so excited that you're here to have this first conversation with me. Why don't you take over and just explain who you are, what you do, and yeah, we'll take it from there. I, I like the transformer, that feels like the robot in disguise thing going on, liking that. Um, my name is Emma Holmes, I am um, head girl at Rebels and Rockstars and I work with entrepreneurs predominantly to catalyst change. Change is my thing. I find change and transformation and evolution so exciting, so adventurous. I've gone through lots and lots of it in my lifetime. And I know that for lots of people, the navigation of change can be incredibly difficult. It can be challenging. It can feel really sticky and stuck and messy and horrible. And yeah, we might as well just keep on doing it this way because we know what this means and this is all right and everything will be okay. Um, I, I keep you beyond that everything be okay um, because you deserve everything to be better. Absolutely. And, you know, I think I think one of the importances of us having to have these conversations out in public now mm -hmm. is because, you know, we as entrepreneurs, I think the conversation that we have in our circle is very different to what most people have. Mm -hmm. I think we've actually got within us a certain amount of, like, ability to cope with uncertainty and an ability to just take the oh fuck what happened there moments and run with them because as entrepreneurs that's kind of what we do on a day-to-day -day basis you know we we try we plan we do something and more often than not fall flat on our faces and then we end up looking at like things and going well that didn't quite turn out as planned um but not just on an entrepreneurial level, I think on a human being level, there is that moment, isn't there, on whether we are like trying to start a new career or whether we are trying to change or whatever it is, there is a moment, isn't there? There's like one moment where the fracture happens. Mm -hmm. and we look at life and we go, what the, what the fuck, where am I? How did I get here? life and and that moment where life just does not seem the same yeah we have that you know we have that what the fuck you know i'm here now either it catalysts as a uh, fuck this shit you know i'm absolutely fed up i'm uncomfortable i'm feeling 
really, really like I'm just not in for this for the long term. So you have the fuck this shit or you have the kind of right, fuck it, I'm gonna go and give something else a go. So there's either that fuck this shit that's sort of that actually I'm so uncomfortable I don't want to be here anymore. Or there's the other side that is the fuck it, let's see what happens, which is usually coming from a place of of seeking out more progression and excitement and adventure. So it depends on what situation you're in. Obviously, at the moment, we're navigating change that isn't um, self-started. It it can be self-continued for sure, but it's not self-started. The self-starting either comes from, one, a place of extreme uncomfort, however that looks, and obviously that can manifest in many, many ways. Or it can be that, actually, I think that there's more out here for me than this, and that sense of adventure and movement and deciding to come forward. Sometimes it's both of those things together. There's that feeling of huge uncomfort and that feeling of, surely, you know, the the line that people say all the time, there must be more to life than this. There must be more to life than, um, you know, going through the motions every day and feeling like I'm just, on this constant slog and did 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 and yeah i think that um those moments come to us and we have an opportunity to embrace them yes they can be scary af as well but it's all navigable is that a word i don't know i find it really hard to say and i use it a lot i don't even know if it's a real word (laughs) but it should be in order it should be. It works really well. It's a great word. I love it. I think I'm going to start using it myself. Um, I, and I absolutely agree that on you know one of the things that you do particularly amazingly, and maybe not many people are aware of this yet, but this is you know this is breaking the you that I know and love is that you are so amazing at meeting people wherever that moment arises no matter whether it is in their business or in their family or in their health and fitness in their physicality whatever it is there's there's lots of trigger points Mm -hmm. for all of us Mm -hmm. and they all kind of lead to the same thing you know they any single one of them can create this fracture this sort of existential like freak out of like i don't i don't even know who i am and i don't know where i went and uh, and I don't know what to do next. And, and we suddenly go from that place, like you say, of being comfortable in your uncomfortableness mm-hmm. to suddenly realizing that, crap, I, I, I don't want this anymore. I don't feel comfortable in this uncomfortableness yeah. anymore. Yeah. I think that what's funny is that when you talk about that, it's that compartmentalizing of different areas of our lives that, that we try and tend to do because we try and go, oh, well, I've got... And I think that, you know, things like the coaching wheel of life actively encourage this. Mm. I don't think it, but, you know, where you go, right, so this area and this area and this area, and actually, one is nothing without the other at all because everything, your, all of your different compartments, as you might have tried to put them in those little boxes, they're actually dominoes. And if you flick one, you're going to lose the lot, you know, and that, you know, that doesn't mean like tech absolutely lose the lot, but you're not going to be playing full out in any area 
if one area is completely, you know, on its bum. And so many people go to me, oh, you know, I'll always start a conversation with people. How are you? What, you know, what's been going on? And they'll go, oh, there's a lot of crap at home, but we'll leave that at the door. No, we won't. We absolutely won't leave that at the door because that's going to impact on how you're going to be able to do this other thing. And we need to unpack that stuff because we can't just leave that like trying to get out of its box with its big hands and, you know, keeping you stuck. We've got to look at each of those as being more reliant on each other than we are actively encouraged to. Hmm. I think from what you're saying as well, there's, there's this state of mind that I, I find a lot of the world is in, a lot of my clients are in. And, you know, I think, we get into a situation where I call it hoping and coping. Yeah. And it's like we we cope and we hope that at some some way down the road that bit's gonna calm down or that bit's gonna get dealt with or something's gonna change and shift in that particular wedge of life, like you say, you know, your your little cheese of life. Yeah. And the hoping and coping is if we can actually see that as a you know that that's a symptom of something much bigger mm-hmm. and we can find the situations where we can be in every aspect of our lives mm-hmm. hoping and coping yeah. and especially when something like what we're going through now happens mm-hmm. which is completely out of our control which is a moment that, that we are completely powerless to, mm-hmm. let's be honest. That none of us have got answers. None of us have got solutions to this. None of us know where it's going. That whole, like you say, domino effect mm-hmm. of all of the hoping and coping just suddenly can go... Yeah. The one and thing we can control now, though, is how we feel and how we react and where we place our energy. Yeah. Doing its thing, we ain't got no control over that. Well, we've got a collective ability to control, as we all currently sit within our houses, not going out other than for the reasons we're allowed to go out, etc. etc. So, we've got the ability to help and support within that and do our bit, I suppose. But we've really, really got the ability to decide where we're going to put our attention and energy and not be on this quest that I'm seeing so many people of let's just get back to normal because that's a little bit scary for me. I agree. However, I do think there are going to be a lot of people who are never going to see life as they saw it before. I hope so. This. I hope so. I don't believe it will be everybody, that's for sure. But what I do believe is that, you know, we've both had probably numerous moments of what the fuck moments, you know, that what the fuck awakening moment of like life, just you're just looking at life and going, eh? We sometimes have them daily. Sometimes. <laughs> on, on various, you know, sliding scale of how <laughs> monumental they are and, and how much they rock your world. Mm-hmm. But I do think that there are, that this is, I believe, I mean, looking at this from the additional level of bringing our soul self 
through. This is one of those moments where I believe, you know, the, the soul in us mm. sees the humanity of where we are and that fractures coming from a deeper level. Yeah. You know, not just from the things that are around us, but coming from that deeper level. And, and I think there are going to be a lot of people who are totally changed. Mm -hmm. Circumstances won't change because life takes a while to unpick, unpack, and unmanifest the solidity of it around us. Mm -hmm. But that state of, I will never quite see life the same way again. I think is going to be prevalent as a resonance mm -hmm. in the world, I think, at this time. So that would be interesting. I hope for a lot of people that it is that opportunity to reassess, to, you know, I've talked an awful lot this week about, uh, well, over the last week, sorry, Monday, um, about the fact that, you know, autopilot has been switched off. Mm. That's essentially what has happened here is that autopilot has been switched off. We are not just going through the motions and doing the everyday because this is what we do, because this is our habits and our habitual nature. We're getting that opportunity to look at transformation and change within our routines from the point of opening our eyes on the morning to going to bed at night. How do we want to spend that time? What does that look like? What is important right now? What isn't so important right now? How can we reallocate our work schedules because we've got children at home or we've got other obligations? How can we be more sustainable in the way that we shop? How can we, you know, look at the things that are happening around us and take love and comfort and excitement from what would be seen on an everyday basis as being mundane and being boring and being stuck at home and being whatever we you know we said that we've got this sort of limited physical connection with people and those people that are around us and for some people that they'll be on their own and there'll be no physicality of person around them um but those people that are around us how can we find joy in those moments how can we enjoy spending time with them in the basis that we've probably never spent this much time with people ever in our homes and the people that are around us, even when we go on holiday and things, because we can still go out and go off and, you know, my children can still go to kids clubs and play with friends. And, you know, since they've been little, they haven't been this close to me for this amount of time. Uh, but yeah, let's look at the pleasure and enjoyment in it. Let's look at what is important. Let's look at everything through that new filter of this actually being an adventure rather than it being something that is imposed upon us and is shit and is this and is that and is the other because if we can find the adventure in even the little tiny bits then that's going to be so much better for us to be able to navigate into the future and to be able to see actually what do we want our life to look like it really is that moment isn't it where we have that opportunity yeah. And we have that ability to take some time to see, is this really what I thought my life was? Mm -hmm. Because it, it's our perception of what we believe our life is, mm -hmm. is often very different to the reality of what our life is. And many of us are out there 
going to work to find our sense of self, going to work to find our sense of purpose, you know, and the the car that I get there in and the suit that I wear and the people that I work with and all of that giving sense of self yeah. to who you are. Yeah. And I sort of started off talking about entrepreneurs and I think as entrepreneurs we've kind of already moved and worked through quite a lot of that because one of the things that you have to do when you start working for yourself is you leave a lot of that at the door. You know, you suddenly are isolated in your own self. You have to find your own purpose. You have to find your own reason to publish and to get things out into the world and to find that passion that perhaps somebody else was giving to you as your job role. Mm -hmm. um, but I think we do have this opportunity for all of us now to be at home no matter what job we've got and go have I actually got a passion inside of me have what what is the thing that I can find that joy in what what is it that if I am allowed to give myself a chance to just peek a look at that yeah what what is that passion what does it look like what does it feel like and I think we so few of us can actually put ourselves into that powerful place, that place of just being. Mm -hmm. And like you say, the being of just being a mom around the kids and just being and sitting and listening to the world and being and finding that resonance in ourselves of who we truly are. Mm -hmm. It's a very powerful experience that we're going through mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. It will shake this world no matter what comes out of it the world will be changed from this mm. in fundamental ways and we won't see yet what that will be for you know many months or years or even decades to come mm. because it's our kids perhaps that are going to be the ones that are learning the most from this time mm. and having their own ability to see the world very differently mm. than they had before yeah so I would say that the biggest thing that I could say to people right now is to to not be feeling powerless right now. Mm -hmm. You know, it's to every time we're feeling powerless, we're actually looking outside of ourselves and feeling like we have no control. Yeah. But like you said, we do have control of who we are within this experience. We do have control of who we want to be in this minute and you know in this breath and the ability to bring down these step changes into really really tiny small pieces of transformation like in every single breath of who do I want to be how do I want to be in this state you know how how do I want my energy to be in this awakening yeah, and where, you know, where am I going to spend my time? What am I drawn to doing? What is it that is inspiring me to spend a little bit of time on that particular thing? You know, let's put down the, the tech for a little bit. Let's look at what's around us. Let's not just try and fill the silence and space with external stimuli. 
you know, let's just look at, right, what, what do I want to do now? And instead of falling into that routine and habit again of perhaps getting hold of your phone and doing the squint, you know, grab a book off the bookshelf that you've read in the past that you loved. You know, dive into some sort of activity that feels really great for you. Make sure that you're moving your body and that your body is getting the opportunity not just to be sat all of the time because it's in that state of movement that we get so much more, um, I think, clarity and, and conscious. Um, it's where the subconscious gets it, its time to come through because it's not you then trying to communicate over it in that movement and in that ability to you know, take the dog out for a walk or here in the UK we've got our outdoor exercise token that we can pass each day. <coughs> um, but yeah, make sure that you're taking that opportunity to, to just not fall into certainly the news. I think that people are getting a little bit better at that now. I know that at the very beginning um, people were over consuming the news to the most hideous of degrees and I think that they've noticed now that that isn't good for their mental health and you know that that check-in once a day is enough on what's going on in the world um but also making sure that we're not just spending our time trying to be distracted by social media or any other external stimuli we can have an opportunity to do other things and we can still work but we might have to work in a different way you know i've had to adapt the way that i'm working I've had to manage my expectations of self about how much I can get done. I've had to reassess boundaries and how I'm um, able to then sort of dance around the things that I've got to do. And that's all okay because you can make it a big old ball, eh? or you can make it the biggest adventure ever. You choose. If we're in this moment right now, which we are right now here how can we best be our best selves be a bloody good human that is at the end of the day the only thing that happens um in order for us to be able to shine and the only thing that i have mm -hmm. asked of myself and of my children is to be a good human you know, check in with people, make sure that you maintain connection, make sure that you are being kind to self, because being a good human isn't just about the externalisation of that, it's about the internalisation of that too. And give yourself some bloody slack. You know, if it is going to be different, it is going to change. You know, don't have that expectation that it won't change. And then beat yourself up because it's not the same as it was, or the output's not the same as it was, or whatever. You know, cut yourself some slack, be a good human, be nice. That is the thing that you can do to step into who you truly are. And on that note, I mm -hmm. think that's the perfect statement for us to end on, really. So just be a, be a good human. I think that really is the message for now. And, you know, a lot of us are being called into service now. Like, there's a a soul calling of service right now and I'm going to be having lots of conversations about that and I'd love to have you back to have 
another deeper conversation about soul service and purpose and all of that sort of stuff, all that juicy stuff. Um, but right now, I think that service that we can be is to be a good human. Absolutely. Is to, like you say, take care of ourselves, be in contact, be in connection, and, you know, just put as much love into this world that we possibly can. Yeah. And don't get pulled into the, you know, the, the media and the fear stories and all of that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. We have control of who we want to be yeah. in every single breath. And I yeah. think, like you say, hashtag you be a good human. Absolutely. You can avoid the fear. We can also avoid, you know, there's an awful lot of this sort of swipey judgment about how people are dealing with it. Right? None of your business. You deal with it the way you want to deal with it. However, anybody else is dealing with it, and then you're fucking business. Let them crack on. Right? Be a good human to yourself. Be a good human to others. Don't get into arguments and fights and one-upmanship and being better than and my opinion's right. No, every opinion's valid. Every single opinion's valid, however it works. And as long as it's working for you, then you're on there. And be a good human. Beautiful. Thank you, Emma. And tell everybody where they can find more about you. Yep, you can find me on uh, Facebook and Instagram at Rebels and Rockstars. And you can find my website www.rebelsandrockstars.com. Thank you very much. Thank you for being here. And come back. Make sure you subscribe to this. There's going to be lots more conversations. Um, You can pop over into the new What the Fuck Wisdom Facebook group. We're going to be continuing the conversation over there. And I hope to see you all again soon. Thanks, Emma. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.